When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I almost said one of my other shows that starts with the W. Um, that is not. The, this is not Witcher. This is Wizarding World. But pre-show talk, we were talking about the Witcher, so it mm-hmm. got me sidetracked. But yes, welcome back to the Wizarding World Lorecast, where I'm one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, followed by my two other hosts, Nina Kitty, hello, and Courier Seven. Hey. And this week we are doing our final Halloween-y spooky episode, even though as recording it is November 1st, so it is the day after Halloween, but we are deciding to do one last spooky episode, and that is going over vampires. Vampires! Yes! I'm also really excited about this one. (laughs) So if you listened to our last episode, it was werewolves. This episode Mm -hmm. is vampires. So very interesting because we actually, uh, even though we get like vampire lore and a lot of vampire details in the Wizarding World stuff, we don't see one. We never have seen them. We've seen paintings of them. And mentions of who they were and what vamp- like what people were vampires, but that's it. We never actually meet an actual vampire in either in the films, books, or even any of the games. Yeah, which is wild to think that it's still a huge part of the lore when there's no physical person like, that we meet. Yeah, yeah, that's really it's crazy to me that it's even part of it. But right, so makes sense. Uh, a vampire was a dark, magical, humanoid being that was famed for biting people in the neck and sucking their blood. They were part of the family of beings known as the living dead among with va- or zombies. Mm-hmm. Technically, zo- I mean, they are the living dead. I mean, inferior, yeah. technically, uh, living dead as well. Yes, because they don't, they don't need oxygen. They don't need... Um like actual sustenance they don't like it's just literally the blood and if they don't get it they don't die they're just in a vegetated state so right it is the living yeah. dead mm-hmm. so we're going to start off with the physical appearance and biology so they were usually pale and gaunt with sharp fangs and puncturing the throats of their victims vampires seem to be able to live much longer than muggles carmilla sangun Gunny died at age 196, and Armillo Lestra died at age 201. Wizard could reach a similar or even older age, as displayed by wizards such as Armado Dippet and Barry Winkle. Mm. So, 
just like in most mythologies, vampires live for an extraordinary time at this point, I mean, a couple centuries, so which is a long time. And we know, like, yeah, wizards can also, like, alternate, like, they can ingest potions or something to keep them living longer. I mean, Dumbledore, for crying out loud, was over a century old when he died. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I mean, obviously, and he, he was pretty well looking, taken care of up to the end of his life. Absolutely for, was. For the age he was. Oh, yeah. Yes. He had no he time getting doing. around, so. <laughs> Didn't need a cane <laughs> or anything. Heck no. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as their diet goes, uh, vampires had a very strong aversion to garlic and it could be kept at bay by its presence. They drank blood, though they were apparently also able to eat others' foods, such as pastries. And the honeydukes were known for selling lollipops that tasted like blood presumably for vampires to indulge in. Hermione Granger also noted for believing this as revealed when she was at Ronald Weasley visited Honeydukes in Hogsmeade in 1993. So, <laughs> it's interesting that, um, com- like, in this world, in the wizarding world, vampires are susceptible to garlic, just like in the common, like, mythology like dracula things like oh you need to kill it like use garlic to kill it or like take a wooden stake to its heart kind of a thing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it i do think it's interesting that garlic is one of their aversions um just need garlic reefs hanging out and then you're fine for vampires according Mm -hmm. to this right and and it's also to note like this is one of the few like fandoms that have vampires that use the traditional like oh use garlic to keep it at bay yeah now i think in a lot of mythology and folklore like stories now it's not even Mm -hmm. relevant because it's it it's silly it's It's a a silly version to have because it's just a strong i mean it it was literally like an old wives tale kind of a thing that's all it was like when it was passing down um Mm -hmm. And it was just superstition. That's all it was. But when you go to like other fandoms, like um, like The Witcher, for example, with my other show, vampires aren't afraid of garlic. They can eat whatever they want, mm-hmm. and they don't have yeah. weaknesses. I mean, the sun is a weakness still. They can't really be much in sunlight. Yeah. But other than that, they can be perfectly fine. Yeah. I do think it's interesting how it changes because, like, Sunlight definitely is a common consistency across the board with vampires is they can't be in sunlight or um, I guess a stake to the heart is also pretty common, but it's just more scientifically explained of, well, if you're going to destroy something, yeah, or like cutting off their head, it's going to kill just about anything. Right. (laughs) So it makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as vampires were magical creatures, they were therefore lived in and affiliated with the wizarding world. There exists a society for the tolerance of vampires, which by the given name must have campaigned for a greater acceptance of vampires and their culture in the magical world, given their extremely magnificent... Their reputation. Uh, The wizarding world also set guidelines to prevent exterminating vampires outright which is interesting that's interesting they must not have a problem with them actually killing their food source victims 
Yeah. Well, like, so they were fine. Like, go back to our last week's episode. They were fine, like, treating werewolves with disgust and disdain and, like, they wanted mm-hmm. them all to die. And then you come to vampires, like, yep, yeah, nope, we, we can tolerate them. What? I wonder I wonder if it has to do with old vampires and they had an influence on that because they weren't as savage as say as a werewolf had Right, like, and we can go accounts into accounts for it. And going into that, like it seems like vampires yes, they need blood to like survive. Mm-hmm. But they don't go into it like so far that we've seen. They don't go into a frenzy or turn savage if they don't have enough or something like that. Where werewolf, when you turn into a werewolf, you like you have no control over yourself whatsoever unless you take the wolf yeah. potion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah, I'm sure that has something to do with it, but it's still it's still not fair how they treated the werewolves. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Vampires were studied in first, second, and third year defense against the dark arts classes. This was because vampires, along with similar undead creatures such as Inferi, were considered dark creatures due to their presumably high, highly parasitic and dangerous natures. Mm-hmm. And then now we are going to drop into their history in the wizard world. Yeah. So. During the 1473 Quidditch World Cup, 700 fouls were committed, one of which was released of a hundred vampire bats from beneath the robes of the Transylvanian captain. I remember us talking about that during our Quidditch talk. Mm-hmm. It was one of the craziest oh, yeah. things. It's like, really? Like, of all the penalties and, like, you, they were that desperate? Here's a hundred it- vampire bats. Right, and they have like <laughs> nine hundred some rules for fouls because I a lot of it had to do with this cup, and just it's funny that bats had to be one of them. Right, <laughs> the captain. And then the Muggle author Bram Stoker was was well known for his eighteen ninety seven gothic horror novel Dracula, which featured Count Dracula, a fictional character based on the historical vampire Vlad Dracula, the father of Vlad the Impaler. So, in this world, Vlad the Impaler's father was a vampire. Yes. Right. I think it's cool. And then in 1913, Defense Against the Dark Arts lessons taught by the then Professor Albus Dumbledore, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, an unidentified student had their baguette assume the form of vampire as their force fear. When the student cast the uh, baguette banishing spell on it, the charm made the vampire baguette assume the hermo- uh humorous form of a buck tooth bunny rabbit okay so <laughs> like i guess <laughs> i guess we do see a vampire on screen it's just a boggit turns into a vampire that's just i only watched crimes against Gwinderwald once it's either in that's, that wait is it in, i don't, I don't if, think it's in that one is it in the mm. final film it's not in the final film. If it was, if it's in any of them, be the second one because I've only seen the second one once. Yeah, because it's not yeah. in the first. It's definitely not in the first because mm-hmm. Albus Dumbledore's not in the first one. So it's yes. either the second or third Fantastic Beast film where we see this. Mm-hmm. Which I want to say is the second one because we actually do see him the dark defense against the dark arts classroom in that. Oh yeah, I think you're right. I really do. But correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and then during the 1920s, the New York Ghost ran an article entitled Love at First Bite, The Unlikely Tale of a Vampire. 
<laughs> which uh, that article name is like really you you couldn't really well it's it sounds like something you'd find in like the um wizarding world's cosmopolitan magazine <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i could yeah i could totally see that yeah and then on one Halloween before or in the 1990s featured a vampire running amok in the Great ha Britain among muggles before it was lured away from the muggle girl with a raw steak. Wow. They use a raw steak to lure away a vampire. Is this, like, is, is, is this a bull? Like, the here's a red cape. Come at me. <laughs> Rabbit animal? That you feel like you'd have a better chance with a werewolf with a raw steak. <laughs> They're not that stupid. Yeah. Oh my god, that's just funny. Um, and then Professor Quarrelless Quirrell claimed to have had an encounter with a vampire in the Black Forest during his break from teaching to get uh, some hands-on experience with dealing with the dark arts. Whether this is true or merely a cover to hide his encounter with Lord of Voldemort in Albania is unclear. He decorated the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom with cloves of garlic, supposedly in the hopes of warding off a particular vicious Romanian vampire. Hmm. I mean, could could you just take those garlics down and just have the vampire go after him? Because no, no, no. I want to like do. Who on earth actually liked a quarrel? Before you find out the big twist that he's like, you know, Voldemort's henchman in disguise with bonded with him. No I one liked know. him. Yeah. I can't imagine he had a a great reputation. I don't know. I mean, he was only in the first year and we didn't really get a whole much about his personality other than he had a stutter and he wasn't very true. He's very reserved. So that's true. Maybe. And I believe he does, he is in um, Hogwarts Mystery now. Oh. Because cool. um, cool. it's Harry's first year and all that. He's, mm. on the, he's on the cover of the game when you boot it up now because you see Harry and Hagrid walking away while you see uh, your a curated character and your friends walking towards the screen and Quirrell's mm -hmm. walking towards the screen as well. Oh. That's Maybe like, he has hmm. a better reputation in that game. We'll have to find out. And then Gerloy Lockhart wrote a book titled Voyages with Vampires about his supposed encounters with vampires. The book included information on a vampire that, after an encounter with Lockhart, could eat nothing but lettuce. As Lockhart merely took credit for other wizards' accomplishments, this encounter likely happened to be someone else. Yeah, I... We all, I, we all despise <laughs> Lockhart, so... Sure. Yeah, I don't no. even feel like having something to say about that. <laughs> no, just because it's black art. Yeah. <laughs> no, which we do this see this book in uh, on screen in the film. Is he sign it um, during the? Yes, it's one of the. Yeah. Um, it's one of the books that you see on display when you are watching mm -hmm. Chamber of Secrets. I believe that's one of the books because I think that's the one with the, like the lightning background effect on the cover. When you see oh. him, I think I could be completely wrong. I haven't watched Chamber of Secrets in a bit. Yeah, that's fair. Makes so. sense, though. Mm -hmm. I will have to say, my favorite Potter film is Prison Rask Man. That will always be my favorite. 
I do feel like I watched that one on repeat more so than any of the other ones. <laughs> it's still yeah. humorous and fun watching while being going into those darker tones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before it I goes agree. full on dark. <laughs> right. Yep, just leads you right into it. it. Takes you by the hand, and there you go. Pretty much, it eases you into the dark tones that become the rest of the entire series about murder and death. Well, yeah, the hard topics. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, but that being said, we are going to take a quick mid break, and we will be right back. Wow. Welcome to the Mother Show, where we talk about everything with the show that has nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World. And I just want to uh, let everyone know we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash wizardingworldlorecast, where you can get ad-free episodes or even join us on the show once a month. Uh, you can also support us on Apple and Spotify if you find a review on Apple with some words. We'll re- read that out loud on next time on the show, as well as some nice comments on Spotify episodes, which we do have one from our good friend uh, Daddy Bat Knight. Uh, he responds to our werewolf episode saying, I still think you discriminate against my house, Slytherin. Winky face. But you covered my favorite monster well. So, golf clap. <laughs> yes. Hopefully you enjoyed this vampire one, too. Yes. and I feel like they go hand-to-hand. Bat Knight, I don't discriminate against Slytherins. <laughs> I have nothing against Slytherins. I just say a lot of bad people come from Slytherin. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I'm you- sorry. At least he didn't say that the house should just be completely canceled. I've heard that before, where they're like, yeah, "Why don't they no. just cancel out the house?" No, because so, we st- you still get good ones bad. like um yeah uh, what, ominous the, ominous gaunt for crying out like oh, like he's ominous. probably my favorite Slytherin because yes he makes really good points. <laughs> he does. He's a great Artist. character, and he's a gaunt who's related to Voldemort, <laughs> who's not evil. Yes. Yes. And plus, he is no he's on completely Slytherin. blind and has his own unique, uh, like, detection spell that he uses with his wand, which is really cool, which I yeah. want to know more about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then um, you can also follow us on a few different discords, the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my own discord, the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord where you can find this show as well as the other shows that I host, which is Holocron Histories, the Final Fantasy Lorecast, and the Witcher Lorecast. So, bunch of fun there. Uh, we've all been talking about Witcher stuff recently, so <laughs> go there. It's been taken, yeah. It, it's great. It's been taking up my life again. I don't know. It's just something it about is, it recently. It is my life. Good <laughs> fair. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> That's fair. Hence my name. So, yes. <laughs> And then uh, you can also find us on Twitch when we live stream these. We normally live stream the show on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific on my Twitch channel at Ben of Tamaria. And uh, go follow, subscribe, or follow and get notified because I'm trying to get affiliated. And I only need, the last thing I need to do now is get an average of three viewers when I when I stream for the next 30 days. 
that means come watch us <laughs> yes to our podcast whenever yes. i go live when i'm streaming this show my other shows or even when i game stream just just lurk and like have it have your twitch app open and just lurk that's all i ask yep yes so fun stuff there um and is there anything else you all want to add before we go back into the show Nope, I don't have anything. Yeah. All right, well, let's get back into more vampires. All right, we're back. More vampire history. So, during the spring of 1994, Professor Remus Lupin assigned this third-year students to write an essay about vampires, with Neville being confused whether vampires have to eat garlic to have to have it affect them. Well, and after Professor Lupin was forced to resign from the position of Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, when Professor Snape revealed that he was a werewolf, Dean Thomas joked about that uh, about in class he might get a vampire as a teacher next. All night classes. All night classes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, th- that is something I want to know. Like, I want to know Neville's question. Like, do you have to force a vampire to eat garlic or do they just have to be around garlic? It should just be around it. You don't have to make them eat it for them to be affected because okay. that's what the reefs are for. Yeah. Like, it's just the strong smell of it that assaults their senses. That is why garlic is such a so neville's just being one of those neville questions absolutely but it is a good question and then uh during the 1994 quidditch world cup a young wizard claimed that he was a vampire hunter to impress several uh uh, vila also stating that he was killed that he was killed about 90 or so by that point such is illegal uh, according to paragraph 12 the guidelines for the treatment of non-wizard part humans oh oh he he killed about 90 and that's illegal yeah don't do that (laughs) don't don't do that i mean depending on the vampire we don't know we some vampire must might be nice like a lot of them might be and they're just you know minding their own business Yep, just doing their own thing. And in, in a Daily Prophet article published in the summer of 1985, Reader Skeeter complained about the British Ministry of Magic employees waste time arguing over cauldron thickness when they should be stamping out vampires. Percy Weasley angrily rejected the criticism and points out the paragraph 12 of the guidelines of the treatment of non-wizard part humans clearly forbids such a policy. Oh, yeah, I believe she would do something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, that's Reader Skeeter. I, I, she's up there in my hated character list. Yeah. And then in 1995, Rubius Hagrid had a disagreement with a vampire in a pub in uh, Minx uh, on his way to the parley with the giants. And then during his history of magic uh, OWL, Harry suspected that his answer to the question of how the Statue of Secrecy was breached in 1749 and what measures were introduced to prevent a recurrence was incomplete. He thought that vampires were involved but could not remember the details. 
And then Edred Whoopel spent time uh, living among vampires and wrote a magizology book, Blood Brothers, My Life Amongst the Vampires. Whoopel, a friend of Horse Slughorn, took, uh, took with him a vampire named Sin Gruny to the Slug Club Christmas party at Hogwarts School with Trapped in Wizardry in December of 1996. Oh, we do see him! We do. I don't remember him though. No, he's like honestly. in a split. He's like in one scene. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't. I I don't remember them ever introducing the vampire, but uh, he's definitely was... he's in the book definitely. Um, but okay. I remember. I believe we do see a vampire on screen for one scene in Hapless Prince. Hmm. I think we see him. I would have to go rewatch that scene. Yeah, it could be one of those silly deleted scenes, too, that um, they so took out for whatever reason. Funny enough, like a lot of the later films, they didn't do a lot of the deleted scene stuff. Good. No, um, like uh, like the first two films, they have a quote-unquote extended editions. Yeah, that, I remember the DVDs um, had them all listed on there, too. You could mm-hmm. go back through and watch. Like the... Um, the first two films had the quote-unquote extended editions where they added the deleted scenes in there because they were mm-hmm. all complete and they were all going to be in the film regardless, but they just took them out for his time's sake. Mm-hmm. But, and then, like, after the Chamber of Secrets, they kind of, like, started driving away from that stuff, which is mm. which is, which is kind of sad because they should have just done extended editions. It would been great. Yeah. Now, we'll get all this stuff you know, more than likely in the reboot series once that starts. Whenever that starts. Uh, it's supposed to be next year, supposedly. It's, it's going to be 2024 or 2025 uh, that Warner Brothers has announced. Oh, I wonder if they figured out oh. the thing with the writers. Oh, that yeah, that's been long done. The writer strike's been over for over a month. All right. Okay, all right, so it was a month ago that I felt like was still talking about it, so that's probably why I didn't it's know. About a, it's Thank been you a, for telling me. I think it's been about a month. It might be shorter than that. Yeah. I know. I don't know if a actor strike has been finished yet or not. All right. Because <laughs> they were going on the same time. Oh. But I want right, to say yeah. that one might be done. I can't remember, though. But anyway, uh, Luna Lovegood believed that uh, Rufus Strigum, uh, Stricker was a vampire Xenophilius Lovegood, her father, wrote a very long article about him in the Quibbler after he became Minister of Magic. According to Luna, the ministry forced him not to publish it. This was supposedly done to prevent the uh, defamation of Scrimmager, but was taken by the Lovegoods as confirmation of their theory. Mm-hmm. Which he was the minister right after Fudge. Mm-hmm. Which we do see him on screen. He didn't look like a vampire. No. no, no, he did not. <laughs> and then they—they they just love their conspiracy theories, though. Oh God, yes, that's all, all of all the love goods do. Yeah. So, and then uh, vampires were among the various magical creatures that threatened the international etc. Wizard secrecy during the calamity, which mysteriously affected the wizard world in the 2010s. They appeared as foundables, and they're confoundable guard had the overpowered by volunteer wizards and witches of the Sestra of Secrecy Task Force. Which this was the mobile Pokemon Go-ish game that they had. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Wizard, uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, I think is what it was called. Mm. It, it wasn't that good of a game. And it's just interesting that they, they can't, like, it's a canonical game, too. That is interesting. It's just really weird that, like, the events of that game are, like, canonical to the Wizarding World. It's just mm-hmm. really weird. Mm. And then last but not least, we have behind the scenes. So, some fans had originally speculated that Sirius Snape uh, was a vampire for various reasons, such as his pale and gaunt physical appearance and the fact that his robes were always described as bat-like. However, J.K. Rowling said this was entirely false. And then when playing gobstones with Rowan Kanata, Jacob's sibling has the option to try to distract them by claiming that Snape was a vampire. They uh, can later claim that this was when Rita Skeeter asks about secrets. Mm-hmm. And then after Professor Remus Lupin was forced to resign from his position of Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, when Professor Snape revealed that he was a werewolf, Dean Thomas joked that the class might get a vampire as a teacher next. This may be possible allusion to the concept that vampires and werewolves are ancient enemies as they are often portrayed as fighting in an are therefore conceptually related. Yes. Yeah, typically Very most true. media vampires and werewolves do don't like like don't like each other whatsoever. No, they have a very interesting dynamic across the board like every different type of dynamic yeah. between them. I mean, it reminds me so like if you go and play Skyrim, for an example, mm-hmm. I'm always a werewolf in Skyrim because it has the be- like you get a tra- awesome transformation, you get awesome powers. Mm-hmm. And you get, like, the best benefits from it. You just don't get a sleep bonus, which I just never sleep in that game anyway. That's fine. And if you go to, you play the Dawnguard expansion and you're a werewolf. And you go and meet Serana's father, Harkin, who is the leader of uh, the vampire um, clan that they're a part of. Mm -hmm. He will offer you to transform you into a vampire lord. Well, you can ask. It's like, well, I'm already a, I'm already a werewolf. You already can tell him that, and he's like, yeah, I know. I can smell wet dog on you. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yep. and even in Skyrim, yeah. vampires and werewolves don't like each other. No, yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty across the board in any any lore you're gonna see is they don't like each other. Yep, unless Mortal you play enemies. unless you play ESO the um the Skyrim expansion. Um, they did for ESO. They actually had werewolves and vampires like collaborating, which was interesting. Oh, but they were like an ancient sect of werewolves that were teamed up with vampires before. So yeah, uh, that was interesting. Was it more more or less like um, a need to survive, and they needed the ally the, to ally with each other for it? Kind of not really. Oh okay. It is a weird because I can see that where yeah. it's if it's super ancient and they're very old vampires and werewolves. And well, they, they had were to team all up like for a good reason. They were all turned to stone, and then like oh. this vampire uh, clan then revives them, and they teamed up with them and whatnot. It's it, yeah, it's a long story. <laughs> go, okay, go, go play the Skyrim <laughs> expansion in ESO. It's fun. All right, and you get to go oh, back wow. to solitude. Nice. And then according to the uh, WMBAT or the Wombat, 
Vampire bites may be incurable. This is a constant uh, with their near impossibility of the curing of a werewolf bite during a full moon. And then the breach... I don't know. What? Sorry. I don't know how I feel about vampire bites being incurable. Vampires need blood. If they're biting people can feed, and if they're incurable and they're training them into vampires, have an enormous amount of vampires, even in the wizarding world. And according to paragraph 12, you can't do anything about killing the them because it's against the law. It's illegal. I don't know how I feel about that statement. Right. <laughs> Only because it seems like it's countered what I was saying earlier. I don't know. I never believe the vampire bites bit or automatically a vampire. I don't think that's the case. That's it's, fair. Personally. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. And then uh, the breach in the International Salute of Wizard of Secrecy in 1749 involving vampires may be inspired by the real-world work of Benedictine monk Antoine Augustin uh, Chalmet, who recorded stories about vampires in Western Europe. He published a uh, treatise that described how to track them down and destroy them. If so, he may be a wizard in the Harry Potter universe, since only a wizard could create, uh, could create such a breach. Hmm. And then J.K. Rowling did not include vampires more prominently in the Harry Potter series because she felt she could add a little to the already rich vampire myth, and because vampires were the from the, the traditions of Eastern Europe rather than the British folklore Rowling primarily drew from. That's kind of smart. Right. That's and then... Smart. Uh, a little is known of vampires in the J.K. Rowling world. It is unknown if they are born as vampires or one is turned by sharing blood or a bite, much like the werewolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, the the last part I said is like, yeah, we do. I mean, we get a bit more with vampires now. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still not enough compared to other magical creatures in the world. True. This is very true. That's all right. I think everybody knows what a vampire is, especially if you're following down any type of fantasy oh, storyline. Yeah. So yep. you don't really have to dive too, too much into it. Heck, you don't even know anything about fantasy. It's just pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is literally in pop culture everywhere. Yep. They have so many different TV shows, too, on vampires i mean there's buffy the vampire slayer there's the twilight series there's um interview with the vampire yep by anne rice that's an amazing one um Um, vampire diaries um mm -hmm. like there's a bunch of different shows with vampires so yeah yeah it's all over um but before we end the show is there anything else you want to add to vampires no i don't i don't believe anything else to be added that wouldn't just put on another probably 30 minute tangent about something else (laughs) yeah which we had before the show talking about vampires in the witcher universe (laughs) which are vastly different from any other media of vampires (laughs) true very true so yeah no i don't have anything uh vampires are great i do enjoy them much like werewolves so if you're wanting to ever talk about vampires and werewolves, I'm always up to chat about them. Yeah, join the Discord. Chat us up on the Discord. We're always active. We're always on there. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely. Um, well, uh, thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com.